Today we dive deep into a clever home invasion flick about a deaf writer who retreated into the woods to live a simple life, but now must fight for her life in silence when a masked killer appears in her window. This is exactly why we live on the top floor of an apartment complex and will never leave the windows open or have the, the curtains drawn at nope. all. Nope. Anyways, a match made in horror starts right now. Welcome to episode five of A Match Made in Horror. I'm your host, Harold, and with me is always my star-studded, small business-owning, lovely blonde hair, green eyes, glasses-wearing, big (laughs) t-shirt-wearing, lovely (laughs) earring-wearing, she wears everything, wife, Sarah. Wow, thank you for <laughs> that introduction. You you are you are welcome. Wow. Honored. Yeah, you should be honored. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're always gonna we're always gonna be together for some late night horror reviews. Oh man. Today today was kind of filled with horror, at least at least for me. Oh, um, good. Yeah, just because I, I. It's Monday. Well, yeah, it's Monday, and I'm just scared of Monday in general. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, is I just started um, Joe Hill's new short story collection, mm-hmm. Full Throttle, mm-hmm. and loving it so far. And I was reading the first story, Throttle, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, this sounds just like his dad. This sounds just like Stephen King, like. Just like the the wordplay, the dialogue. I was like, this is very familiar. Like, did he write this? Mm. And I go to the front and it says, written with Stephen King. I was like, ah, okay. Oh, that, wow. That, that makes a lot of sense. I was just actually catching on yeah. to that. And it also contains In the Tall Grass, oh. which is the short story that the Netflix adaptation mm-hmm. is about. You watched that? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you like that. The, mm. In the Tall Grass. I think I had some... Um works with it yeah a little, a little, some issues yeah yeah the short story is so much better yeah i bet oh my god I, w- I want you to read it and it's in paperback so you can hold it firmly in your in your mm, hand okay, and okay. it's not I'll 15 it pounds oh my god it's it's very very well written um and i don't know how far you've gotten in grady hendrix's oh, you're gonna make me horror talk about, store you're gonna make me talk about the book that i started <laughs> Three months ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually you you will finish it, and then oh. then you'll read in the tall grass. Yes, this short story. Um, but I mean, you know, obviously you don't have to talk about horror story, but I know that you're you're reading it, and yes. you want to read more horror. Yes, not just watch horror, which obviously you just most recently got into the past year and a half. Yeah, almost two years. Yeah, but I'd I say think two years. I think diving into that new era, not era. 
form of horror. Yeah. Because not every book is made into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I feel like in books, there's a little more that you can put in there. Yeah, not definitely. Just, not just because you can write longer. It's just yeah. there are... Uh, Uncle Steve, you can can pull together or string together quite the the story. And I know you've been. I'm not I, for I anyone who doesn't know. I am <laughs> not a reader, and I'm married to the world's biggest reader. Um. So. I'm just trying to broaden your horizons. I know. And I then, can't read. Oh, the <laughs> sights you'll see. Hellbound Heart, Clive Barker. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, today we are talking about Hush. Yeah, after my seven mild heart attacks <laughs> while watching that movie. Yeah. Again, because we had yeah, we watched, watched it, like, a, I guess, like, three years ago, maybe? Yeah, I think when it, when it first ago? came out or when it was first on Netflix. It's not a Netflix original, but when they first brought it on there yeah that's when we watched it and um, watching it this time oh here she comes yeah <laughs> you can hear the dangling of, of olive's collar um yeah watching it this time i was just as nervous mm-hmm. and just as freaked out if not more as the original time as the original yeah. time watching it and this is our introduction to mike flanagan i think I think this might have been either the first thing we watched or we, we mm-hmm. might have watched Haunting of Hill House first. Yeah. One of those. One of those. But the man can can direct a horror movie. He is... I thought you said the mannequin. The mannequin direct. He's a mannequin. <laughs> Mike Flanagan is a mannequin. Mike um, Flanagan the mannequin. It's weird. They just kind of propped a camera on his hand. And he's like so good. He's really good. They, <laughs> they found him at a Sears liquidation sale and they brought him in and it's the rest is history, they say. Um, but yeah, um, Hush, directed by Mike Flanagan, starring Kate Siegel and... Um, John Gallagher Jr. Kate Siegel is his wife, right? Kate Siegel is his wife. And they both, Mike Flanagan and Kate, both wrote the movie. Wrote it, yeah. Which I, is, I saw that. Which is really cool. Yeah, it is really um, cool. And... She was in the most recent season of Haunting of Bly Manor. Or Haunting of. She was also... She was in Hill House. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. She was the one that, like, had gloves on. She, like, couldn't touch anyone. Yes. Yeah. Um... I feel, yeah, she was also an Oculus at uh, one point. She was the, the mom. I don't know if you remember that movie with the, with the mirror and like some stuff happens with the mirror. Like they put it in the room. They have the cameras all set up watching the mirror. Like what's, oh, what's going on? Yes. That's Oculus. Yes. Also Mike Flanagan. Great movie. Um, but yeah, this one was, it, it's definitely, a, it's a cool take on the um, the home invasion. I like where when they, well, writer directors take a simple concept and they're like, but no one has has done this version. Yeah. Of it yet. It's terrifying. It's terrifying to know the the backstory and like it's not just a simple home invasion. She's deaf and she's a mute mm-hmm. and like throwing those into the mix. It, it's 
that that's a horror movie. That's that's a horror movie right there. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it, it starts off like obviously it just says it's like black mm-hmm. screen, and then it just like hush mm-hmm. and just like the loudest sounds of her cooking dinner. Like you hear everything sizzling, and she's yeah. you know, the birds are chirping. You hear everything like every the, sound the yeah. sound like they hired a sound designer to come on and they're like okay cool what movie we're doing hush he's like awesome what do i have and they're like okay you you're gonna do the first two minutes <laughs> and he's like that's it and he's like yeah bits and pieces throughout but mostly the first two minutes mm-hmm. um you're definitely gonna be showcasing the sound and then it just goes and like you realize that she's she's deaf right um and like yeah, right from the right from the get go, because you know it's gonna be a house or home invasion because of the the poster, mm. which is so creepy with that mask that John the mask Gallagher is so Jr. Creepy. is wearing. So creepy. It's just like a smiling clay mask that like form fits to his face. Yeah. Um. So you realize that like you know she's not gonna hear anything, so it's gonna go awry. Mm-hmm. You know something is gonna it's gonna happen. Um. And. Yeah, so she's just like she's just starting off cooking dinner like everything's normal, and her friend comes over. Um, mm-hmm. Sarah is the neighbor, and mm-hmm. she has like this text exchange with Sarah saying, "Hey, come over." And then Craig is a, maybe a past relationship. Yes, there's not really too much that goes on with Craig. Yeah, I don't really know where they wanted to go with that. They kind of just like I think they it set it up because of the thing that it, she. Yeah. Hints on later. Yeah, I think they set it up too much. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, he was, like, FaceTiming, 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 and then calling, and then she's, like, ignore, 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 ignore. Yeah. Like, it was a little too much. Like, I thought something else was going to go on. Right. But, alas. So, Sarah comes over, and you... This is where you realize that Maddie, Mm -hmm. Maddie Young, is a writer. Mm -hmm. And she just got her first book out, Midnight Mass, killer title. Mm -hmm. I wish I thought of that title. Yeah, that's a good title. I mean, it might it might be a book already, mm. probably, but it's it sounds like a horror thriller. Like Sarah was saying that she's trying to guess the ending, and she's like all caught up in the characters, which shows that Maddie is a thriller mm-hmm. writer, which is really cool. Yeah, to put a thriller writer into this type of situation. Yeah, yeah, um, and. Like, I mean, if you pause the movie on the the back flap, you 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 read a little snippet of how she became deaf in a mute. Yes. Um, because of bacterial meningitis mm-hmm. um, when she was thirteen years old, mm-hmm. and so that accident caused her hearing loss, and kind of progressed throughout her life till now. So that's like listed right in the back, which is a clever way to like showcase a small backstory. Yeah. Just really quick. Really quick, yeah. And that reminded me of, I mean, I mean, I don't want to bring Marvel into this, but you <laughs> see, you see, like, I don't know, there were five Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. and they all had a showcase like him being bitten by a radioactive spider oh, yeah. and Uncle Ben dying and yada yada yada, and you see like all this backstory, and then the new one comes out with Tom Holland. And all they're doing is running down the street and his friend's like, how did you get your powers? And he's like, bit by a spider. And mm-hmm. that's literally it. Yeah. I'm like, like sometimes 
you don't need like in this situation she's deaf she's a mute you see why yeah that's it yeah that's all you need to know yeah you don't need to know like you honestly didn't even need to know why yeah exactly yeah it's just like she could be born that way yeah and then boom that's it yeah which is i mean it's a nice little added touch that we got to know mm-hmm. but i don't know i like when you like backstory i know i mean i do like backstory i do like when um i'm probably against the norm here but i do like when people overwrite <laughs> but i also like when the writer director trusts the viewer or reader mm. to like get it yeah like they trust you enough to to understand right um i don't know if you feel the same way if you like overwriting or i don't like overwriting no you just like no. get to the point yeah yeah and i also i agree with you where i like when the um author or director or writer just trusts the viewer or the reader yeah. mm-hmm. enough because i'm like a kind of like get to the point kind of person yeah which is which is funny because like i know you're gonna give me shit you always give me shit when i bring him up but david lynch <laughs> i feel like he tr- he trusts you enough to understand where it's gonna go mm-hmm. like he's not purposely trying to confuse you mm-hmm. he's just like putting you in his world and he's like you know what's going on mm-hmm. i'm just gonna keep on telling the story yeah yet you're 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 not against it but no. i feel like you're like uh, i don't like that much trust in the audience uh, david lynch is just in his own genre <laughs> his, like his own bubble yeah 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 so i don't think it's even comparable yeah i getcha yeah you, you, you that's why i feel like you would like short stories oh i'm sure yeah more than than reading a full-fledged novel that's why i like um like podcasts like yeah just like even though the ones that I listen to are like an hour and a half, two mm-hmm. hours long. Yeah. But. Well, you can, you can listen to like lore or something that's like, yeah. you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, but the, the, the podcast that you listen to are like an hour and a half, but they are just short stories all compiled together. Pretty much. So yeah. when yeah, you're reading a short story collection, it's, it's 500 pages. Mm-hmm. But you are reading 20 stories. Yeah. So it's different. You're you're getting twenty different takes, right? Which I think you would you would like a lot more. That's why you like yeah. Creep Show or Twilight Zone. Yeah, I can understand you. Like, I I get to start something, and in forty minutes, I get the entire story. Right. So yeah, I love mean, that. I mean, Netflix Netflix does have the times to speed. I'm not doing so. That. You can just breeze through a movie, just like I... everyone's just like talking no. really quickly. You can watch Star Trek, and they're like. Beat me up, Scotty, please. And then I'm going to go to the display right now. I'm going to shoot the fleet. You can just watch it times two. I don't cool. need to ingest <laughs> content like that. I I do like... <laughs> Keep your eyelids open, clockwork my orange time. style. <laughs> I like relaxing with, with some content. I don't need to... You don't need to relax for four hours with the content. You can relax with a quick piece of piece of thing i'm not gonna fast forward netflix is that if that's what you're (laughs) no 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 no. okay no what i'm saying is that you're not gonna if like a movie is three hours Mm -hmm. you're you're you you look at the timestamp and you're like i don't know 
Even though you're just going to be relaxing watching a movie for three hours? I can do a three-hour documentary. I can't do a five-hour Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Sorry. Well, today's episode of Match Made in Horror (laughs) will end now. Um, Please tune in next week where I make my own podcast about Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Anyways, it's called Pot of the Rings. Um... Anyways, so, yeah, so Hush starts off, like, just very simple. She's living alone in this isolated, woodsy well, area. Well, let's get back to, we already got to her neighbor coming over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her neighbor's Al- there. Also, and... yes, it is a very isolated area. There's, like, no one around. No one. It's, like, cabin in the woods. What are you doing? I, I, that's, I, I, I thought... I was not a city person, mm-hmm. and I thought maybe I would like to live where it's super quiet mm-hmm. like that. And then we went camping, mm. and I just quickly brought that back. I said, yeah. no, 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 I need sound. You had I the need, worst time. I need something. Yeah. Just because like that, I don't know, that hollow ringing when there's nothing going on, <laughs> and it's just like... It's a little eerie. I'm like, uh... And then like every sudden movement, me and Oliver just like perked up. <laughs> You're passed out. We're like alert. And what was that? Yeah. She's like, that's a rabbit. And I'm yeah. like, that's a man. That's that's Sasquatch. <laughs> that's Sasquatch right now. Um, yeah. yeah. She's, she's yeah. pretty isolated. Mm-hmm. She's talking with her neighbor. Or not talking. Signing with her neighbor. Um, and at this point, you realize that her name is Maddie. Right? Yeah, Maddie Young. You realize that Maddie can read lips. So she mm-hmm. doesn't need Sarah to sign. But Sarah's practicing, she said. She's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to sign. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, and then... Um, so Maddie's making dinner. And that's how the whole movie started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're chatting back and forth and you hear this super crazy loud alarm go off in the kitchen in her in maddie's house yeah and it's blinking like crazy and it's the fire alarm because her dinner is burning Mm -hmm. and she needs something that's like mega powerful yeah for her to feel the vibrations and see the lights yeah yeah so um Sarah went in with her and was like, "Any anyone could hear that alarm. Like that's so loud. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're if you were in school and you remember the fire alarm going off in there, and you were sitting like right under it. Like oh that's God. that's very loud. Yeah, you go out for the drill, you line up, and then you go directly to the nurse because your ear jumps are bleeding. Yeah, you're like, I have a headache. <laughs> I need I need an ice pack on my head. <laughs> Thank you, nurse." Yeah, so mm-hmm. after Maddie burns dinner, um, Sarah goes home. She says her her boyfriend should be home soon. Sarah's boyfriend. Yeah, right. yeah. So she leaves, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go see my my boy toy." Yeah, she doesn't say boy toy. The writers are better than that. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Her boyfriend should be home soon. I don't know how far away she lives. I feel it's like it's within like, walking distance. 
Yeah, but it's not like directly next door. No, I mean, should it's, it's a little through the woods. Yeah, it's not like a you know Newark suburb where you know you can reach over and hand someone sugar out your window. It's it's a ways. Yeah, so that's what still makes it even creepier. Um, and then it, it it cuts to like after whatever the dinner debacle. It's night, and she's like looks to be working on her um next book next book mm-hmm. and she's like going through different endings and mm-hmm. everything and you you realize that she has like a voice in her head and like an inner monologue like an inner monologue which mm-hmm. she stated sounds like her mom yeah um once again we don't know we don't know her mom we're just trusting it yeah sounds like her mom and well she's... sarah asked yeah and was like like who, like, when you think, what voice are you thinking in? Yeah. Because she she was deaf at 13, so mm-hmm. is it, like, a, a younger version of you that you, like, think like? Mm-hmm. Or is that the voice that you hear? And she said, no, it's my mom. Yeah. And she's going through different endings for her, her second novel, and... Which is, it's a cool way to, to do it, how she's, like, kind of flipping back. No, this won't work, this won't work, this won't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, so that happens. She gets up and starts, like, cleaning the kitchen, maybe get her mind off of that and kind mm-hmm. of think it through. And as she's cleaning the kitchen, boom, a bloody Sarah starts banging on her door. Oh, my gosh. And... So scary. And Maddie is just oblivious because she can't hear it. She can't feel vibrations. She can't do anything. She's just cleaning like everything's normal. And Sarah's like screaming and banging. And she looks to have like an arrow through her. And then that's where this masked killer, played by John Gallagher Jr., shows up and just like finishes the job. Oh my god. He, like, stabs her, like, 20 times after that. Yeah. Yeah, he's a complete psychopath. Yeah, he's and awful. And, again, we don't know any reason. No. No backstory. It's just, he's there. Yeah. And he's just doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, which reminds me of The Strangers. That's a, that's another uh, uh, thing we'll, we'll tackle, another movie. Okay. Two, yeah, I don't think I've movies. ever seen that. Oh, my God. That's... I, <laughs> I told you the, the story. I got that as a gift. Yes. From someone. From someone from, random so, from high school. Yeah. Which. Kind of weird. St- I still don't know why. And so every <laughs> night I look out. I look out. And I go, she's, she's not here. It's just something I do. It's it's muscle memory <laughs> now. I go, she's not here. Um, so yeah, he, he just like stabs her over and over and over and she falls over. And he's like just looking at Maddie. Like, y- y- really? Yeah, you, you can't hear any of this? You didn't see any of this going on? And he, like, taps on the window and then knocks on the window and she does nothing. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay, well, she's probably deaf. We're ignoring this. And so he j- just drags Sarah's body. Mm-hmm. And then leaves. Mm-hmm. And that, it was just so creepy to to think that, like, something like that could be going on. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Behind you. And if you didn't have your hearing, you have no idea. None. Which is, it, it baffles me. Even if you do have your hearing, someone's being so quiet. It's terrifying. Just the thought of not being able to hear in a situation yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. 
And and imagine like being in Sarah's shoes too, like. Oh yeah. Just throwing out the window that your friend can't hear, and just like. Yeah. Tr- just trying everything. Yeah. And and then. You know, you die. <laughs> you die. <laughs> you die. Um. So yeah, he he just kind of walks it off, and you're like, okay. Now now what? Mm-hmm. So. She goes back onto her computer, mm-hmm. and he's in the house. He's in the house. At, and at this point. She's FaceTiming with her sister. Yeah, he's, like, right? standing behind her. Yes. And then the... Dun, 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 whatever goes off. Mm-hmm. And he notices it's the FaceTime, so he backs out of the shot. Mm-hmm. And he, like, grabs her cell phone and just kind of walking around the house. Mm-hmm. And her sister is talking to her she nicknames her squish squish and i don't know if that's a jersey accent he nicknames her hello Nick, <laughs> i'm i'm having a seizure um Nickname. squish yeah and she starts talking like oh like i come live with me you shouldn't be out there alone and just kind of like worried about her right and so you now you know like she's single mm-hmm. no one no one's there and you know the, uh, the killer is hearing all this mm-hmm. he's like, he's like cool great yeah and so her sister over facetimes like what what's going on behind you and she like sees something move she's like oh that's probably the cat mm-hmm. like i have to go find her and then she hangs up mm-hmm. i'm like you don't turn around turn around you know at least once like i can't trust that no like if i was on facetime with my mom and she was like what's behind you i'm not gonna be like that's a olive <laughs> like i'm gonna turn no matter where i am if i'm facing like on my backs to the cabinets i'm gonna turn mm. like head right in front of the cabinets go like, oh, i don't know yeah it wasn't a ghost or anything um but yeah so she she hangs up and that's when she goes and looks for her cat which it sounds mm-hmm. like it's an indoor outdoor cat Mm-hmm. Like, she just roams around. Yeah. She calls her an independent bitch. Mm-hmm. And so she's, like, outside. She leaves the door open. Shaking her... Yes. Yes. That's what? that's another part. I was like... No. Just shut the door. Just shut the door. No. Shut the door. One, like, even if you're in a heavy populated area, shut the, shut the door. Oh, de- definitely shut the door. Well, I mean, you're in a secluded area... Yeah. I would shut the door even more just because I don't know what's out there. I think one of I don't the even pod- want a moth in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the podcasts that I listen to says when they're like talking about their it's a murder podcast. Um, when they're talking about people leaving their windows or doors open, they mm-hmm. always say fresh air is for dead people. Like yeah. just no. Just don't have the door open. Don't you don't need have that the breeze. Open. You don't need no. the breeze at nine o'clock at night. No, especially when there's like no, like, street lights. It's just woods. Hell, no. Hell no. One, you're a writer. Your brain is gonna be like filling in the gaps of the darkness, putting monsters and killers in there. You write thrillers. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you? Wouldn't your mind be like? I'm going to lock this mm. because this and this and this is going to happen. Mm. Why wouldn't you do that? So she, she leaves the door open and then the, the, one of the creepiest things that you can get 
like definitely when a stranger calls type situation for the 21st century is she starts getting she gets a an im over her laptop with an image Mm -hmm. from her phone yep and it says image from maddie's phone and she clicks on it and it's like three images of her sitting on the couch Looking for her cat. Nope. And she's like, wait, what? What? Who? Who's, someone's taking photos of me inside my house with my phone. I. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about anyone else. I always have my phone within arm's reach. Mm. I can't just leave my phone. No one's texting me. <laughs> You're with me all day. No one's texting me, yet I still have my phone. I'm just constantly on TikTok and, and Instagram. But I also, I just whatever but she leaves her phone obviously it's stolen he's taking photos of her so Mm -hmm. that's when she gets up Mm -hmm. and she turns around and she and he's just like he's right there he's like he's right outside her front door which is a glass front door yeah there's so many windows in the house oh right oh my god we live in a corner unit we have less windows we We have a lot of windows but that's a lot of windows to oh, be yeah. living in the woods. With. I mean, it's a perfect house for that kind of thing because, you know, he obviously you need to constantly be seeing outside because he is just chilling out there. I'd rather, I'd rather just mm-hmm. be able to see nothing. Oh yeah, pull the curtains. Can't, can't see anything. I'm not afraid of nothing. I want those. <laughs> the monsters don't come if you have your eyes closed. Exactly. Um, I would, oh, I, I would get those Alaskan like window shields because you know how it's like daylight there mm. all night mm-hmm. that's what i would get yeah i would get those here just like pitch black <laughs> <laughs> if i could just get them for installed. when you're watching tv because you can't see shit if yeah. you're watching tv here in the middle of the day oh yeah from like 9 a.m <laughs> to 5 can't see anything <laughs> um but yeah so he's outside now yep and they make eye contact and they both rush to the door. She gets there first and closes it and locks it. Oh my god! And like my my heart was go- my heart was going pizza 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 pizza. My heart was going pizza 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 pizza. And um, that's like his like his first mistake leaving the house. I know I'm not supposed to be on the murderer side, <laughs> but you were in the house. What the hell? <laughs> he left and went outside to be creepy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's his own damn fault that she ran and locked the door. Mm-hmm. And so now he's just out there. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, and she, like, runs over to her laptop and is, like, trying to FaceTime. But he has the phone and is, like, disabling Wi-Fi, cutting the wires. There's no lights on in the house. Oh, yeah. He shuts off the power from yeah. outside. So he does all that. So she's screwed. She's just yeah. sitting inside. like. And you could see it no on access. her face. Like every possible option is just fading from her mind. Yeah. and has She's it, like, what the fuck do I do now? And you think as a writer, she's like, okay, well, I have this option. And then he just takes it away. Well, yeah. I have this option and takes it away. Yeah. And that's when she like looks out to her car and he walks over and slashes the tires. Yep. And he's like, you don't have this option now and so you're like great now you're just stuck in this house yeah um and in your your head is on a swivel mm-hmm. there's always looking around because you can't hear so make sure all the doors are locked the windows are locked and everything yeah 
Um, and this is the part where he is just out there and like waiting to come in. Not waiting to come in, but he's just like, I'm going to come in. Mm-hmm. And then she grabs um, her, lipstick. her lipstick and she writes on the door. Um, like she says, won't tell. Yeah. Didn't see face. Mm-hmm. Boyfriend coming. Yeah, boyfriend's coming home. Yeah. And she writes at him the door. She backs away and like shines a light on it. Uh-huh. Like the guy's going to go, oh. All right. See you later. Well, you need to see my face. <laughs> Sorry about your Wi-Fi. Because um, at this point, he still has his mask on. Yeah, he still has his mask on. And like has any psychopath would do, he like reads that and he's like, no. Like you're not getting out of this. And he just takes his mask off. Mm-hmm. Knowing full well, I'm going to murder you and you seeing my face won't matter no that's so freaking creepy and then he starts talking to her and he's like can you read lips Mm -hmm. she's like yes and he basically calls bullshit on her writing that and he's like well maybe if you went to go live with your sister instead of being alone squish and she's like fuck Mm -hmm. you know that i'm i don't have a boyfriend coming Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to get into the house on my own terms. Yeah. Basically, and, when the time comes that I want to kill mm-hmm. you, I'll get in. Yeah. That's so creepy. Yeah. So you're literally just sitting there and you're like, great. Yeah. When he wants to get in, he's going to get in. Unless I I do something, start boarding everything up. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, like he has a crossbow and probably other weapons, maybe a gun. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you what are you gonna do? Um, so she basically hears that, or no? <laughs> she does. She sees it on his lips. Reads his lips. Reads yeah. his lips, and runs upstairs, locks the door, and just waits. Mm-hmm. And is just like, okay, well, he would either have to climb the house and come through the window over me, or go through this door right in front of me. Which is, it, it's a smart move. Um. It's not, I mean, obviously at the end, it won't work out. Right. Because she's just sitting there with a knife. Mm -hmm. If he busts through, sure, she will see him and maybe put up a a really quick fight, Mm -hmm. but it won't work. Mm -hmm. So he comes over to the window that she is like sitting in front of, Mm -hmm. looking at the door, and he starts knocking on it. Oh, my God. And so she's still staring at the door. And she, like, looks over because of a shadow. And she sees a hand knocking on a a bloody hand. She gets up and she sees her friend Sarah, who's dead. And the killer is holding her body up and knocking on the window with her wrist and hand. Sick. Just, like, toying with Maddie. And I'm like... Great, that is the creepiest thing. I would, I, to be honest, I would have been like, I would open up the door and be like, "Where? Where are you gonna kill me?" Yeah, just to, get it over with. Just, I just literally get it over with. Yeah, I, I would have rather no pain. Thanks. No pain. Just, how about I nap? <laughs> I'll fall asleep and then you do it, because that is the creepiest thing that I could witness. Yes. At this point, um, and so. Obviously, he still can't get in. The, the, the windows are shut, so he's just kind of messing with her around the house. 
And so she runs downstairs because he could get easily get through that window. Mm-hmm. And so she's looking for maybe a distraction for him to mm-hmm. so go somewhere she can run. Mm-hmm. And so what she thinks of is setting off her car alarm. And so she does that and he walks over to the car. It's like blasting in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she said she had other neighbors. Mm. It's not sad, I don't think. No, I think so. It's just it's just Sarah. Yeah. And so he, she like looks out the window and he sees um, the killer going to, towards the car and thanks alexa (laughs) thank you alexa (laughs) and thank you alexa she's got to repeat herself (laughs) because you don't hear her the first time um so she opens the window and she sees her friend's body right there so she has the idea to look for a phone Mm -hmm. and has the killers going in and like shutting the car alarm off Mm -hmm. he runs and sees her like trying to reach for the phone and as he runs up to her she stabs him in the arm oh that's right so she like she got him closes the window and so he's like great <laughs> like okay this is gonna be a little tougher mm-hmm. than like i ain't your average victim mm-hmm. boy boy that's what she said she <laughs> went up to the door she slapped her hand together and went boy <laughs> and so she then like tries to make a run for it like she opens up the door and she starts running the, the slowest possible run nothing's she nothing happened to her yet i'm like book it <laughs> knees to chest i don't care what you have to do lace up the book it as fast and she it doesn't just doesn't look like she's running as fast as she can i guess mm. because it's fear mm. um so then she hears like a and crossbow mm-hmm. flies by i think this is where she gets hit in the mm. leg i don't think it is i think she gets hit later she gets hit later yeah no i think it's at this moment where she gets hit in the leg and she has to go back into the house while he's reloading the crossbow she runs into the house, takes it out. Oh, yep. Okay. And now she's bleeding. She got hit. She locks the door. Mm-hmm. And, and, and crossbows, obviously, they're one shot. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a bit to reload it. Yeah. And so he's he's doing that. And he reloads and he runs over. And everything's happening so fast. She gets into the house after tripping and, and doing all that. Mm-hmm. And now she's back to square one. But now she has an arrow in her leg. Right. I'm like, well, all that just failed. Like, everything you just tried. Wait, is this part when she's on the roof? No, that's after. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have it on. Okay. And and so she, she goes inside, and it's another very painful scene where she dumps alcohol ugh. on her wound and just... Ugh. I can't. <clears throat> like, if I put, like hand sanitizer on my hand and have a paper cut or like i chewed my like cuticles too short (laughs) no i'm gonna be crying yeah i can't i can't handle that and so she tries to fix herself up and 
like at the same time knowing that he is a crossbow mm-hmm. like not really realizing that and so she like gets herself together she's limping at this point and this is where she like goes into her house i don't know if she grabs the the fire alarm or grabs a flashlight or something a flashlight i think it was a flashlight yeah and so she takes the flashlight and goes on top of the roof and tries again for another distraction Maybe, oh, yes. maybe this time something that he would have to go and investigate. Mm-hmm. And so she throws the flashlight into the woods. And While it's on, so it like makes the... It's like bright and it makes a sound. Yeah, and it's, and it's still lit. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't hit a tree. It goes so far. It goes so far. She <laughs> Tom Brady's that flashlight like no other. <laughs> she, she Hail Mary's that thing. And it goes deep into the woods and it's sitting there. And this is where she, like, goes outside and he left the crossbow. Like, she she was able to grab it after he investigated. Mm. You're looking at me. Yeah. No. I don't think that's right. What, What... (laughs) okay no she's like on the ground or she's Mm -hmm. like on the ground level Mm -hmm. and she i thought this is where she gets um the arrow in the leg possibly maybe my notes are wrong (laughs) we watched the same movie but go on what do you okay go on so i'm trusting you on this he he goes to chase the flashlight Mm -hmm. so she's like on the ground what is she trying to do I forget what she's trying to do. Leave? Yeah, probably leave. <laughs> and So much is going on at this point. She makes... I feel like she doesn't realize how loud she's being when she's, like, moving. Mm-hmm. So he obviously hears her, like, yeah. rustling in the leaves. Mm-hmm. And he turns around, and I thought now he shoots her with the crossbow uh, in the that, leg. That, that can make sense. I, I thought she was booking it earlier. Okay. But yeah, that makes sense that she got hit. Okay, yeah. Go on. So then she pulls the the thing out and starts pretty much crawling um, up the mm-hmm. house, yeah. like on the lattice fence, and she gets up to the roof, and he follows her, mm-hmm. and he has the crossbow, mm-hmm. and um, she's on the roof, and he and she like. Uh, takes his crossbow and like pushes him down, and he yeah, falls off the was, roof. It was definitely a uh, a Sparta moment. Oh right? yeah, it I was so that. good. Yeah, it was so good. Okay, so now she has the crossbow. Yes, but she's wounded. Yeah, she is. She's bloody. Um, and I, 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 I don't know if you noticed this part, which you've obviously noticed more than I have. But she, she, when she's looking at the crossbow, she sees 13 ticks. Oh, I which, not which maybe this. shows either his victims or how many times he's used. I don't know. Ooh, it's probably victims of like that night. Ugh. Like 13 times. So she sees that. Um, which, I don't know, writing down how many kills you have is creepy. It, it is, it's definitely 
psychopath behavior. Obviously, he's a serial killer. Yeah. I don't know if this was that night. Obviously, there's no backstory. Right. But it just happens. Um, so then she tries to start loading up mm. the crossbow, which is, is difficult. I've never done it. No. But, like, you have to pull back, like, Real a hard. very tight wire. Yeah. And she just, like, can't do it. She can't do it. She's doing it for a while. Yeah, and, 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 and she's struggling. And while she's struggling... Her hands are bleeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. where Sarah's boyfriend shows up. Yes. And obviously no one's at Sarah's place, so he comes to Maddie's and is, like, knocking on the door, like, Hello? Sarah, Maddie, is anyone there? Like, knock, 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 whatever. And then the killer, with the flashlight now, comes around. Mm-hmm. And he's like, put your hands up. Put your hands in the air. And the guy's like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. And I, I, I was confused at this. I was like, oh, like are you going to rob him? Like, what's what's going on? Like, why mm-hmm. won't you just take care of it? This this motherfucker is playing a police officer now. Yes. He's like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a P.I., I came to investigate. With a big ass neck tattoo. Right? Like, like what? what are you gonna you gonna believe this? <laughs> but he does. Originally. Yes. And so the killer's like, yeah, I, I got a call to come investigate. I don't know where the killer went. Or like the, the robber, whatever. He he went off. He I need to use He your... like kicked my ass and then left me. And... <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I need I need to see your ID. And your cell phone to call I, for backup. Yeah. What? Which, it's like, hello? If a guy came up to me and was like, I need to use your phone to call for backup on the police. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> you are definitely not the police. Okay. <laughs> like, if you if you need to see my ID and you take my wallet and pocket it. No. What? No. I need to see your ID. Thanks for your wallet. Um, but her boyfriend seems to be believing it. Which I'm like, you idiot. Well, yes. Yes, he is an idiot. Yeah. And, and then he's like, wait. Well, th- what happens is, after he gives the, the killer, it's still on name, so we're just calling him the killer this whole time. Mm-hmm. He, he calls, he fake calls for backup. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. And he pockets the phone. And so they're just talking. And the guy's still playing it off like he's a police officer. He's like, yeah, I've been new to the job. I just came out here to investigate. And the other people should be should be here soon. And then the guy's like, the Sarah's boyfriend goes, can I get my cell phone back? He goes, yeah, sure. And he pulls the cell phone out. And one of Sarah's earrings falls to the ground. Mm-mm. And this is where he looks and he's like, what? And he looks at his wrist and like he's putting two and two together. Like the bloody wrist from where the the other killer knocked him over and really took him out mm-hmm. um and he's like no you are the killer right he doesn't say it he keeps to himself yeah i'm like smart move yeah still act dumb yeah and so he tells the killer he's like you know what i think i mean if you need to get inside to see if she's okay if she can't get, if you can't get in i think there's a key under that rock and the guy's like the killer goes yeah okay under this rock right here and he goes yeah sure he goes oh by the way like what happened over there like to the car the tires are slashed and the killer turns and he the boyfriend picks up a rock mm-hmm. i'm like do it do it just do it chuck it at him randy johnson the rock into his <laughs> skull and so as he's like about to hit him 
and like take care of the situation Maddie comes downstairs and starts knocking on the door to get the boyfriend's attention saying help and he turns and the killer stabs him in the neck <gasps> like super quick just it was a it was definitely like a like a David and Goliath situation where he needed a distraction to win the fight right like he wasn't gonna win he kept saying that yeah he said that himself he was like yeah. I had like a two out of ten chance out of winning this fight and sorry yeah sorry dude like he had to be sneaky oh. and and so I mean after he stabs him in the neck he's like okay cool you're gonna be dead soon but the boyfriend like has this burst of energy and tackles him and like is strangling him mm -hmm. and is like really giving it to him Maddie's just watching this whole thing and then they 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 kind of like make eye contact and the, she realizes that no, he's not gonna make it mm -hmm. and the boyfriend starts to lose power mm -hmm. and like lets him go and the killer's gasping for air and he's like yeah I would have lost that fight yeah but you're dead now Ugh. takes a pack of cigarettes out of his pocket starts smoking I'm like, you are so fucking ballsy in this, like, weird, creepy-ass confidence. I hate, I hate you. And so Maddie's like, fuck, and she runs. She has a crossbow. She's, like, still trying to, like, mm -hmm. get it, like, working. That was, that was the part where I was like, I really hope someone comes there and she's able to, like, work together. But the boyfriend was taken out so quickly. He was. He was just very dumb from the get-go. He had to be, though. Yeah, like, he, yeah. He, he couldn't have, like, imagine if he just, like, killed him. It was like, Matt, are you good? <laughs> and that was the end. Like, that would have, that would yeah. have honestly, that would have kind of sucked. Yeah. I would definitely rate no this movie a little <laughs> lower if a guy came. We probably wouldn't be talking about it. No, <laughs> a guy came and just saved the day. This um, is where... Um, Maddie's cat. Yeah, comes in um, and like sits next to the killer, mm -hmm. and he of course is like, "Oh, is this your house? This is is your mom in there?" Mm -hmm. And he like picks up the cat, takes out his knife, mm -hmm. doesn't do anything. I'm like, you better not. I mean, I'm not a cat fan. Uh, I like cats, but I'm definitely more of a dog person. I think you're anti-kill animal, though. Oh my god! Yeah, one hundred percent. Let's uh. I mean, it's hurry not, up yeah. and get, and say that. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, if it was a rabbit, I swear no. But yeah, oh so he doesn't gosh. he doesn't do anything, which is yeah, it's great. Um, because Maddie finally gets the arrow loaded. And she aims it at him and mm -hmm. shoots him right in the shoulder. Yeah. And... So the cat gets away. The Thank cat, God. Yeah, the cat gets away. Um, she, like right before that happened, she has the crossbow. And this is where her rider brain is working on oh, different yes. steps. I forgot about And that. so she's like, you can't run... He's faster than you. You're hurt. He's going to kill you. And she's like, well, what about if I go and fix the wiring and then get the Wi-Fi back up and call the police? And she's like, "It's he, he's, he cut the cables. You'll be too slow. He'll come and, and kill you. 
mm-hmm. and the time is running out, you need the only two shots you have for the crossbow are in the heart or the head. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing else will will do. And you see her like I, I like thinking of an ending, which is like what she was doing. It was very foreshadowing. Oh yeah. Her 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 novel. And so she's like thinking of an ending and you don't know what she's settling on. And ultimately you think she's settled on shoot the crossbow. Mm-hmm. She hits him in the shoulder. Nothing happens. Like obviously he's fine. He's not dead. So he gets up, drops the cat, and starts running and you're like, "Okay, what what is your game plan?" Because it sounds like you picked crossbow and mm-hmm. you did not hit your marks. Like what what is going on? Um but then he runs up to the door. And this is where she, um, she writes in her own blood. Ugh. She, like, digs into her, her wound. Yeah. I'm like, you, I don't know, use the bandage? There's blood on there. She, like, (laughs) digs in, and then you hear, like, the, she gets in there, and she writes, do it. Because he's, like, I'm coming in. Yeah. Because, like, he kept saying, I'm coming in on my own terms, yet, like, it's not done yet. Right. And then she writes, coward. Yeah. And so I'm like, she has a plan. You're not going to just egg him on. When she is having that inner monologue where she's, like, going through all the plans, Mm -hmm. she doesn't end on the crossbow. No, no, that, that is one of them. Yes. Yeah. But she ends with the only option being kill him kill him yeah but then yeah it cuts and she shoots the crossbow yes so it just it just looked like that was the option to kill him oh okay but so she had a deeper game plan oh yeah and and when sarah in the beginning of the movie was like i was trying to guess the ending like it was all foreshadowing Mm -hmm. this whole thing Mm -hmm. and so she writes like do it coward and she like backs up and he's like okay like looking like this is this is going down mm-hmm. i'm i'm hurt you're dead and so she runs over to her laptop and writes like five seven green eyes big tattoo on the neck like i i love you mom dad max and says like died fighting like, like she wrote like really Gosh. quick like what was happening who he was and shut the laptop meanwhile he is he got the um what's that tool called <laughs> a hammer <laughs> no it's like the l shape a crossbow it's like a prior no not crossbow crowbar 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 <laughs> um I'm, we're very handy we're very in that, handy in this household yes um yeah yeah so he he when she's writing that it's like it's like angry music yeah. and Meanwhile, he's, like, banging down, or he's, like, um, whacking the glass doors mm-hmm. and with the crowbar. Yeah. And it's, it's just, like, just like, like... It's not breaking, but it's just, like, bash, bash, yeah. bash. Like, he's so close to oh breaking this. And she writes that. She shuts the laptop. And then she runs... Into the bathroom. Into the bathroom. And is sitting in front of the door with her knife. Mm-hmm. And... So I feel like her game plan was like everything it's it's like when you're watching this you're like is this it? Is this her game plan? Like knowing 
that he's going to come to the door and she's going to stab him like he's hurt. And so she's sitting in the bathroom waiting and then it cuts like to behind her. Well, first, before that, (laughs) so sorry. But first. (laughs) She is sitting in front of her bathtub and she has the knife in front of her aimed at the door. And you could tell at this point, she's losing steam. Like, she's running uh, yeah. out of time. Mm-hmm. She's bleeding out. Her vision is going in and out. Her eyes are shutting. Like, she's yeah. she's going to pass out pretty mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. And the killer, I guess, doesn't make it through the front door by smashing it with the crowbar. Because mm-hmm. he comes in through the bathroom window. And she doesn't even notice. And, and it's behind her because she's sitting at the edge of her beautiful bathtub Mm -hmm. um and looking at the opposite direction yeah and he obviously yeah she he she doesn't notice anything and he thinks that he's like i tricked you that's what he's saying he's saying that at her Mm -hmm. at the back of her head he's like i feel like you're playing me I feel like if I just hit you in the right spot, you would scream. Mm-hmm. And as he goes to... Well, as he says scream. Yes. He like... Like he blows a little bit and the back, the hairs on the back of her neck move. Yes. So she realizes that he's behind her. Yes. And her eyes get big. And as he goes to stab her, right, like right in the shoulder, mm-hmm. she turns around and the knife just grazes her shoulder and it's like this epic yeah she moves the knife the opposite direction and just stabs him in the in the thigh and like the knee cool yeah it was such a good scene yeah it was like very just like it looked like a little like i don't know two arms like going at the same time it was just like a a dance yeah it was was like so poetic and so she gets them and she she runs out Mm -hmm. and like you said she's losing steam Mm -hmm. she like can't like keep up and so she's just like laying against her cabinets Mm -hmm. like by her sink and he gets out and he's also just like kind of like losing steam as well yeah and he like basically walks over and he's like about to just take care of her and then she he like leans close and she has wasp wasp killer wasp killer spray and she's like she looks like a boss ass bitch she does she's just sitting there like eyes kind of glazed over just not smiling she just goes like right into his eyes Mm -hmm. and he's like screaming i don't even know how that would feel oh my god i can't even imagine just like a burn and just you know what now you're blind but he starts like swinging. He's like freaking out, and as he goes towards her again, she pick. That's is where she picks up the fire alarm. Yes. And turns the fire alarm off. And as we said, it's so loud. It's so loud. It's so bright. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at this point, since she is deaf. Mm-hmm. She also needs to bring him down to her level if if she yeah. wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean down to her level. I mean have a um, the same disadvantage yeah. as him. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of the wasp killer in 
his eyes, he can't really see anything. Now it's so loud mm-hmm. with the fire alarm that he can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. it's like this full circle moment where he thought he was going to like take advantage of this deaf woman mm-hmm. and she put him in his place. Do you think this was all part of her plan? I think so. You think this was all premeditated? Like she knew that he was going to like either come to the door and she was going to do something or because like mm-hmm. everything seems so like she knew to go get the wasp thing. She was just sitting there waiting for him. Yeah. And then like using the fire alarm. I think I think I think yeah, those two things definitely were Yeah. Like the way that she was gonna get him. Yeah, I don't think she was planning on him to come behind her. Yeah, I don't think that was premeditated. Yeah, I think she, maybe something else was gonna happen. Like she was gonna push him out of the way. Yeah. Or something. It just worked out in in a very cool way mm-hmm. that he's just sitting behind her. Um but yeah, so he's going crazy and this is where like he's just going for it he this is where they kind of tackle and they collide Mm -hmm. and and you're thinking you're like okay cool so he is kind of going blind the sirens going off it's super loud yet all he has to do is just finish the job right and it's like okay what what do we have now and so he's like on top of her strangling her strangling her Mm -hmm. and you're like okay now what? What do you got? What are you gonna do? And you hear like her heartbeat fading. Mm-hmm. And, and she she probably I, don't, I mean, she probably hears that. Oh yeah. Just like the thump in her ear. Yes. Just kind of like very loud and just kind of like going quicker, quicker, quicker like that. And well, at this point, slower. Yeah. And so she, you'd like see her arm reaching over, which is a very classic horror thriller Mm, move where like something is just within reach and the hand is crawling along the floor Mm -hmm. and reaching for it and it's a wine opener like the corkscrew Mm -hmm. wine opener and you see his like face choking her and the flashing light is behind him oh yeah it's such a creepy scene he's like bloody and like his eyes are puffy and this is where she's like about to die grabs finally reaches for the wine opener mm-hmm. stabs him in the jugular and it goes right through his neck Ugh. directly right through. through and he like obviously he chokes let's go over and just like falls on top of her and just rolls over yeah and and i i can't even imagine like in that situation like feeling like that yeah like you just saved your own life well i think she's relieved that he is now out of the picture oh yeah but now she's like fuck i need to survive until someone Mm -hmm. finds me in the middle of freaking nowhere yeah yeah i mean she 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 gets her phone back she gets yes yeah. she goes into his mm-hmm. pocket and gets her phone back mm-hmm. and then she dials 911 yeah and 
you see her again kind of fading, but she stands up, goes out to her front porch mm-hmm. while all while the fire alarm is still going off. So it's still super loud and lights flashing. Mm-hmm. And then you're there for a minute. The cat comes up bes- beside her. <laughs> the cat's like, whoa. The fuck happened to you? <laughs> like there was a cool guy who was like just like petting me. <laughs> and then he left. I don't know what happened. I ran off. Um, and then in the distance, the you see sirens. You see you see the blue and red flashing lights yeah. come around the bend and pull up, and she like closes her eyes, like while just like the blues just washing over her face, and then that's how it ends. That's how it ends. So it, the movie starts off just boom, hush, this is it, and then it ends exactly where you would expect a movie like this to end. Yes. Um, which I'm so happy it does. I don't need to see the aftermath. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see any questioning. I don't need to, like, and like I'm good. Yeah. That was that was a perfect little story. Yeah, that was a. I'm fine with with what happened. Amazing. Um, and when movies do that, when movies like are like, this is the ending, and we're good. I I love that. And you brought up Lord of the Rings. One of the things I I don't like (laughs) is the end of Return of the King. The 11 endings. Pick one and stick with it. (laughs) Just that. Which, in in this movie, again, the foreshadowing, that's the ending she picked. Yes. Um, And it's just... It was a a great, great one to pick. Great horror thriller. It was a great, great horror thriller by... Mike Flanagan, which I'm I'm so excited to see what he does next. Oh, I know. Especially He's with his so wife. Good. Yeah. Um, since she's she wrote it. I don't know what else she's written. But she's definitely a great actress. Mm. And Oh yeah, she was phenomenal in this movie. Yeah. And it's just basically her and John Gallagher Jr. Oh yeah. This whole time. Yeah. And it can it, I think it's really cool just to see like what an actor or an actress can do alone, mm-hmm. not playing off anyone. Right. Really. I know they were kind of playing off each other throughout the movie, but there were definitely scenes where it was just them. Yeah. Which is really cool. And he's so creepy. He's so creepy. He looks like a, a really creepy Dane Cook. Uh, I mean, Dane Cook does look creepy though yeah he does. <laughs> so i i get what you're I, I get what you're going for i do i do really like him as an actor he was in 10 cloverfield lane and short short term 12 miscellaneous other numbered movies <laughs> and but in this one he was he was really creepy very, very serial creepy. killer very very creepy villain just like his persona was very calm. Yeah. He wasn't like laughing this whole time and like toying and like bang like running around and he was just very was very composed and he that... seemed very calculated. Like he knew that he's like, I'm gonna come in, I I know my way around here. Like I took out the Wi Fi, did all this. Yeah. It was very, very creepy. And I I love that. Where I I like villains like that. 
that are just very <laughs> almost down to earth. They are like everything that's going on is happening in their head. Oh yeah. They're not like running around and telling their plans and doing this like Hannibal Lecter is, is a great villain because he's just so composed. He's four steps ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, she knew that he was ahead of her. Mm-hmm. She had to switch that. Right. She had a like, they both had to be on the same page and then she had to go a little bit further. Yeah. And that's what I really like about well-written villains mm-hmm. is where they are ahead of the game. Yeah. Because that's... that's like smart villains are... Yeah. Like the creepiness factor is tenfold. They're, they're the best ones. <sighs> like I don't want to... So unsettling. Like, I, like I'd rather see like, like Loki in the Marvel. I'd rather see that versus like uh, Bizarro, Superman. Mm-hmm. Someone that's just like huge, strong, and dumb. You know what I mean? It's like, I'd rather have someone that's like, oh, I know what's going on. I know what to do. Right. I'm going to just kind of mess with you. Ugh, hate it. Very well done. Yeah. Great Um, movie. Yeah, you can catch it on, I don't know if it's on anything else besides Netflix. You can definitely rent it, but it might be on Vudu, Tubi. I think that's that's it Mm -hmm. for Hush, but... It's definitely a movie to check out. Yeah. Um, if you live in the woods alone... Um, move. Move, one. And two, don't watch this. Yes. <laughs> I highly... Maybe maybe watch it over a friend's house, but then come home and then bring the friend, uh, change your locks. And then move. And then move. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a thrill ride. And check out any other Mike Flanagan joints. Eventually, we'll we'll cover um, Gerald's game, oh, which is so creepy. Which is going to be coming up. It's a Stephen King adaptation. It's so creepy. I think that's his best. Mike Flanagan's or Stephen My, King? Mike Flanagan's. Oh yeah, I, I think that's that one his gave best. me nightmares the first time I watched it. Yeah, that is. It's also up there with with Stephen King's. It's. It's so creepy, and it's a, it's a way to uh, once again like have a uh, alone person, like uh, someone who's just like, Ugh, I hate it. Oh my god, who is yeah. just trapped on a bed. We'll we'll save that. For yeah, another we'll, we'll we'll cover that eventually, <laughs> but that one is is definitely coming up. Anyways, Sarah, so where, where that, can people find us? That is hush. Um, if you guys have any um recommendations requests that you want us to cover you can email us at matchmaidenhorrorpod at gmail.com you can follow us on instagram at matchmaidenhorrorpod um follow us on twitter a at a m m i h podcast yeah and that's and that's about it yeah and don't you can't follow us home please please don't follow us (laughs) please don't follow us home but yeah that's about it everybody you have a great day night afternoon weekend bye (laughs) bye